Glory to God. We are officially live. Um, greetings to God's sons and God daughters. Um, welcome to the Work Believer Podcast. The first episode of the Work Believer Podcast by Minister Raymond, which happens to be the voice that you're hearing now. And in case you're wondering the kind or the type of podcast this is, it happens to be a Christian lifestyle podcast. Yes, trust me when I say it's not going to be the average churchy podcast. This is the very first episode of this podcast and um, I'll be taking my time to introduce the podcast and the central message and theme of this podcast so like i said before it's going to be or it is already by god's grace it's a christian lifestyle podcast it's not going to be the average churchy podcast um by the grace of god through the knowledge of the holy spirit we'll be treating issues that are present in the everyday life of a follower of christ being an active member of the society in as much as we are followers of christ but we are in a physical world that has systems so we are going to be looking at these issues that are present in the everyday life of the believer as an active member of the society so that's why it's a christian lifestyle podcast the focus actually is god the father the believer and the society i'll take that again the focus of this podcast is god the father who is the father um the believer and the society um the goal actually is for anything related to ignorance to be eradicated and deleted from the believer from the life of a believer for all around perfection i'll take that again The goal is for ignorance or anything related to ignorance to be eradicated and deleted from the life of the believer for all-round perfection by the grace of God. Okay, for secular and spiritual knowledge. For secular and spiritual knowledge, like I said before, we are living in a physical world and there are systems, alright? So we must know the system, must acknowledge, okay, their systems in this world and we must be aware and have knowledge about those systems amen so i know that the holy spirit is already taking us on the path of knowledge i want us to look beyond the voice that you are hearing it's not about me it's not about me the host it's actually about the holy spirit the holy spirit is already taking us down the path of knowledge and what is the destination of this path? Well, I don't know, but I really know it's a path of knowledge. But the destination, I think it's about time we let the Holy Spirit to lead us from the known to the unknown so that the unknown can become known. Amen. Like I said before, it's beyond me, the host. It's about God. It's about the Holy Spirit. We are all students of the School of the Spirit. That's one thing we must acknowledge. We are all students of the school of the spirit. And who is the teacher? Who is the headmaster? 
who is the principal of the school of the spirit and that's the holy ghost that is the holy spirit and i am just an instrument an instrument which the holy spirit will be using in this capacity as far as the work believer is concerned and many other ministers of god christians believers that'll be coming as guest speakers on the show we are nothing but instruments so when you hear my voice know that it is the spirit speaking through me as an instrument and i believe that with every episode that comes by it's going to come with a prophetic message to every of the listeners there's always something that will be for you and i pray that as we open our hearts and as we acknowledge the presence of the holy spirit being dynamic we shall receive revelation and prophetic words in the name of christ amen um second peter 1 verse 3 which is the bible text for this podcast series it's the um the bible text for this podcast series second peter 1 verse 3 it's where i got the title walk from all right so second peter 1 verse 3 i'll be reading from the new international version version second peter chapter 1 verse 3 again thank you all for listening Um, um doesn't matter the dsp streaming outlet you're listening from you're indeed welcome so second peter 1 verse 3 i'll be reading from the new international version second peter chapter 1 and verse 3 new international version his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness i'll take it again using the new international version his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness now let's switch to the new living translation nlt by his divine power god has given us everything we need for living a godly life we have received all of this by coming to know him the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence and let me add verse 4 to it and because of his glory and excellence he has given us great and precious promises These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. Now, it says here that every believer, okay, has been given everything you need. Um, I am the strong belief that there is nothing God has not done. It doesn't matter if it's concerning your personal life or whatever. There is nothing God has not given you. The only difference is that you've not manifested it. Um, are you looking for a breakthrough in your spiritual life, in your physical life, emotional life, whatever the branch of your life you need a breakthrough? 
I want you to know that God has already given it to you. It's just a matter of time and a matter of manifesting what he has given. And what will make you to manifest all this, the gap is just time between where you are now manifesting what God has already given you. It's just time. So it says God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. A godly life is a life of righteousness. It's a life of perfection. That is the life of God. So a life of perfection, a life without lack, that is a godly life. And we have received all this by coming to know him. That's knowledge, the knowledge of Christ, coming to accept him. Because there are some people who have accepted Christ, but yet they don't know him. I'll take that again. Some Christians, some believers have accepted Christ. They've made the um, prayer of salvation. They've given their life to Christ and they've in turn received the life of Christ. Because um, salvation, actually, it's actually a transaction. You, ha- you give your life, then you receive the life of Christ. So many have done this or they have claimed to do this, but they don't have a knowledge of who Christ is. And those type of believers are not woke. Now we'll be looking at the definition of woke in a minute. So we received all of this by coming to know him. That is the knowledge. We are, Because you will not know that God has done so, 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 and so thing for you. If you don't, if you are not aware, you can't tell, you can't discern if God has given you something. If you don't have the knowledge that God has given it to you. We've received all of this by coming to know him, the one who has called us to himself. As believers, we have been called unto God, unto Christ, unto the life of Christ by his means of his marvelous glory and excellence. Not because of the fact that maybe we are holy, we are righteous, because we are not righteous in of ourselves. As believers, the righteousness we have is in Christ. Okay? So... Because of his marvelous glory and his excellence, because he is excellent, he is perfect. That is why he has called us into himself. Hallelujah. So, um, the most important thing here is to note is the knowledge of Christ, which every believer must yearn for, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. It's the knowledge that is the key thing. Welcome everyone once again. Shall we journey? I'll start by defining the word woke. Um, this is the first episode of this podcast. And I don't mind taking my time, taking like two, three episodes to really explain what it is to be a woke believer. Because um, starting the publicity for this podcast before this episode, I've been getting reactions concerning the title. Oh, what do you mean by woke believer? What do you mean? What do you mean by the term woke? What is the meaning of the word woke? What do you mean? What do you mean when a Christian is woke? I don't understand. Okay. Now, let us define the word woke, shall we? To be woke means to be aware and actively attentive to important facts and issues. It means to be aware of and actively attentive to important facts and issues. Alright, especially issues of racial and social justice. But we are going to be looking at the term woke in a broader perspective. Okay. The term woke originated in African American vernacular English. That's the AAVE. Okay, it started in the 2010s and um 
it came to encompass a broader awareness of social activities social topics okay so we are going to be looking at the world work in a much more broader sense and what does that mean it means to be aware of and actively attentive to important facts and issues it means to be aware of the facts and to be aware of the truths keyword the truth it means to be aware of facts and the truth of a situation having knowledge being conscious being cognizant well informed and up to date i'll take that again being aware having knowledge conscious cognizant well informed and up to date that is the broader broader concept of the word broke woke sorry so um that is the meaning of the word woke now let's define the word believer before we bring these two words together now who is a believer now the dictionary definition of a believer is a person who believes in the truth or existence of something a person who believes in the truth or existence of something an adherent of a particular religion someone with a religious faith a zealous supporter of a cause and much more directly and precisely a christian who has received salvation as a believer as a believer in christ you are that person who has received salvation salvation also meaning deliverance or redemption all right and we know salvation paraphrase now definition of, of salvation on um, defining the concept of salvation means deliverance redemption from the hands of sin okay making us right with god and to be one with him all right so paraphrasing the concept concept definition of salvation all right so it means the saving of human beings from sin and its consequences which includes death and separation from god meaning by the time you receive salvation you have been saved from sin the power of sin the consequences of sin and separation from christ like i said you are now one with christ you're now one with god you have been reconciled back to the father because you have received and you have confessed christ to be your savior you've believed in his life in his deaths his teachings and his resurrection and by this you are justified by grace through faith hallelujah the thing about salvation is you are not born into it people think you are born into salvation maybe you might be the child of a pastor you may be born into a christian family and all your life you think well mm, i was born into salvation the truth is you are never born into salvation it's something you confess with your own mouth something you by the mouth um you are confess salvation so it is important you know that you confess salvation it's not something you are born into even if you are the child of a pastor of a minister or you are born into um a christian family you must acknowledge on your own that christ died for you and he is your savior if you do not do it like that it becomes indoctrination because you were just born into the system ah you're following through like that it's not done you need to confess that christ is your personal savior hallelujah 
I want us to look at a particular scripture. Hallelujah, oh Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. All right, Romans 10 10. Romans 10 10. Very popular scripture. Romans 10 verse 10. Romans chapter 10 verse 10. Reading from the New International Version. For it is by believing in your hearts that you are made right with God, and it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Now, let me use the New King James Version so that I can quote it in a way that we are very much used to it. Okay, yes, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So it's with your heart that you believe, and that belief takes you to righteousness, and with the mouth you confess. So with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So you actually have to acknowledge and confess before you are saved. It's not necessarily something you are born into. Now, bringing these two words together, what do we mean or who is a woke believer? That takes us to the topic of today's episode. Who is a woke believer? Now, a woke believer is a person who believes in the truth. Keyword, the truth, the truth of god and his words and concepts a lot of people have different concepts about god not even christians now different religions um different people they have perspectives about god that are not necessarily true according to his word but even some believers even some christians they have this knowledge in quotes this knowledge of god they have this concept of god that is not accurate that is not true but what makes you a woke believer? A woke believer is a person who believes in the truth. Like I said, that's the key word, the truth of God. Meaning that there are fake mentalities of God. I'm not saying God is fake. There are fake mentalities, fake perceptions, human perceptions of the person of who God is. So a woke believer is a person who believes in the truth of God and his words and concepts from what we know as scripture that means there are illusions yes we can agree that they are actually illusions like i said before different people from different religions even in the christian faith they have different concepts or perceptions of god and some are illusions because without the fake there is no original without the original there is no fake so if there is an original perception, there is obviously going to be a fake conception. If there is a fake conception, there is actually going to be an original conception. So, for a woke believer, you are aware of the illusions and the truth. Because for you to know the truth of something, you must be aware of the illusions. For you to know what is right, you must know what is wrong. So, as a woke believer, you know what the illusions are of God and the truths. Of God, so that you can be able to willingly decide that this is the truth that you're going to follow. So you know the illusions, you know the truth 
the fact and in the important things of your faith and you are willing to stand firm in it it's one thing to know it's one thing to be willing to stand firm because some know the truth and they've rejected the truth it's one thing to know and it's one thing to be willing to stand firm in it and you've received salvation don't forget the reason why you're a believer in the first place is because you've received salvation a woke woke believer is a disciple a woke believer is a disciple a disciple is one who accepts and assists in spreading the doctrines or belief system of what he or she believes in a woke believer is a disciple you need to ask yourself am i a disciple of christ a disciple is one who has accepted and not only accepted you are assisting in spreading the doctrines and the belief system of what he or she believes in so if you call yourself a believer in christ and you have not accepted his truth you are not really a believer if you have not accepted his truth and you are not assisting in spreading the message of the person you believe in then you're not a disciple if you are not spreading the message of salvation of repentance of love reconciliation and forgiveness which are the major tenets of our religion then your stance on being a disciple or a believer is questionable it is more than something you write on paper it's it's being a christian is not just something you write on paper because you don't belong to another religion and let me just put christian no amen it is being dead to sin he himself carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we may be dead to sin and live for righteousness our instant healing flowed from his wounding first peter 2 verse 24 the passion translation he himself carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we would be dead to sin and live for righteousness meaning his intent was carrying our sins so that we would be dead to sin and live for righteousness our instant healing flowed from his wounds our healing flowed from his wounds i'll read i'll quote another bible verse either way christ's love controls us since we believe that christ died for all we also believe that we have died in our own don't forget a woke believer is somebody who is dead listen on this podcast i'm going to be using a lot of terms that will be shocking but if you actually look at it through the lens of scripture it's correct as a woke believer you are dead you are dead to sin you are dead to the flesh you are alive in the spirit we have died to our old life all right he died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves instead they will live for christ who died and was raised from them second corinthians 5 14 to 15 i read that from the new living translation like i said before um a good believer is aware of the fake the bogus and illusions of christianity and has been set apart you have been set apart you know like other believers who show buffoonery who know the truth but they have rejected the truth and they have decided to follow a wrong perspective a wrong perception of god as a world believer you have been set apart by a way of intentional search for knowledge some christians don't even care they don't really want to study they really don't want to know the truth about things but as a woke believer you've been set apart because you have intentionally searched for knowledge not by indoctrination but by service and truth 
we must understand that God hasn't changed over the years. God hasn't changed. But what makes it look as if um, this is a new dispensation? The truth of the matter is that ever since um, on the day of Pentecost, the whole, it's been the Holy Spirit dispensation. Since um, the Holy Spirit in the form of tongues of fire descended on the 120 in the upper room, it has been the dispensation of the Holy Spirit ever since Christ ascended and said that he would send the Comforter. Since that time, it has been the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. There has been no change. There has been... So there's nothing like... We're, even if we are saying we're in a new dispensation, this dispensation has started since the time of the Apostles. It's just that what is making it new is because God has revealed more to us over the years, to individuals over the years, as a result of yearning for knowledge, as a result of intentional search for knowledge. So it, it will believe our has devoted his or her life to the ministry of word and prayer in this podcast we'll be seeing a lot of illustrations and bogus doctrines plaguing the body of christ as for subsequent episodes to come we'll be seeing a lot of misinterpreted scriptures that have formed wrong doctrines doctrines of men all these things that are eating up and plaguing the body of christ and even the personal lives of believers and we'll be looking at them um I will say this, a woke believer is one who has the knowledge of Christ. Who has the knowledge of Christ? Because even the Bible says, when you seek, you will find Christ. I'll round off with this. We'll be having um, a second episode of this um, particular topic. We'll be having a part two of this episode. I'll round off with this story. Um... The thing is, um, a woke believer, like I said before, is one who has knowledge about Christ. You've accepted the existence of God. You've accepted Christ, Jesus Christ, like the Son of God who came down in human flesh, all right, to be crucified and, you know, died and resurrected for our sins. You must be able to accept that and you must come to terms with the fact that he died for you he is your god and you must follow and have an experiential knowledge not just a theoretical knowledge an experiential knowledge of who god is that is the most important thing you must have an experiential knowledge of who god is you must have seen god for yourself around the person in this um i think last week something happened uh, in a group chat that I happened to be on in one of these um, social media platforms. I'm actually a member of a certain group chat and someone in the group chat just came up and was saying he's a pagan. He's a pagan, he's a pagan, he's a pagan. I, happen, I actually happened to know him. He's a pagan. And uh, everybody was surprised. Okay, why are you saying this? He was like, well, the thing is, he doesn't doubt the existence of God. He knows that there is a God. He has this theoretical knowledge. Even if it's not so deep, but it's just aware and he has come to an acceptance that, okay, yes, God exists. He is not an atheist. He he has this, he has come to accept the fact that God exists and there is God and God created us. But the thing is, he doesn't know God for himself. He doesn't really have the knowledge of God and his precepts. 
he doesn't follow god per se and um, it caused a lot of uproar caused a lot of of problems on the group chat everybody was coming around to attack him and so said why would you be saying things like that why would you be saying things like that but the truth is this a lot of christians are like that guy a lot of christians are actually like that guy the only difference is that they just have the name tag christians maybe because they were indoctrinated into it and they were born into a christian family so why not or their parents were pastors okay so why not so a lot of christians are like that guy the guy claimed to be a pagan okay he acknowledges the existence of god he has come to terms with okay there is a god and i know that god created me and god created everything in the world and created human beings yes there is a god that watches yes there is god he did not dispute that fact but the problem is he doesn't know god there is no deep theoretical and experiential knowledge and he's not a follower of this god he has not experienced this god for himself and he doesn't follow god now the truth is some christians are like this guy the only difference is the name tag why did i say so they just have the name tag christians and maybe subject to indoctrination they don't know christ they don't know the truth of god they don't know god they just okay there is a god we go to church on sunday yes we go to church we pray we give thanks praise and worship offering after church take pictures with your friends go home till the next sunday some christians don't really have a theoretical and even experiential knowledge of god they've not they've not taken out their time or taken out their will to intentionally seek for god like this god i know that this god exists i want to seek him i want to see his face it's one thing to say okay let me get theoretical knowledge and let me get the theory the experiential knowledge you cannot get the experiential knowledge without the theoretical knowledge you have to know god's words then from there that is how you start your encounters a man that lacks the word of god will not have an encounter with god that's just the truth so christ some christians have not really sat down to seek the face of god they've not had an encounter they don't have a proper knowledge of who god is they just go to church and for that reason of them going to church they are christians and i'm a christian because i'm not a member of any other religious my parents are christians now so i'm a christian too i go to church on sunday it's more than that it's because you seek god you sought god by yourself and you've seen god you've seen the hand of god you don't justify everything that that happens to you by time and chance you don't justify everything that happens to you by science it is because yes this is the hand of god I know the word of God and I know God for myself because I have seen him. I have seen the manifestation of God in my life. So a lot of Christians are like that guy. It's just a difference. It's just the name tag. He's a pagan. They are Christians. Maybe he knows the truth of the, the concept of his belief. While the Christians in quotes, mm, their parents are Christians. They go to church on Sunday. So as I close today, I want us to reflect and ask ourselves questions. Am I truly a believer? Am I truly woke? Even if I'm a believer, am I woke? Am I aware? Do I know the truth of God? Am I aware of the personality, the true personality of God? Do I know the truth about Christ? Do I really know the truth about His Word? And 
if you do not fall under that category you are not woke as a believer it's one thing to be a believer it's one thing to be a true believer and a true believer must be someone who knows the truth hallelujah now i'll close out by reading two portions of scripture first hebrews 11 verses popular scripture then the other one i'll be reading um okay okay yeah I'll start by reading hebrews 11 verses verse 6 Alright, so Hebrews 11 verse 6 And it is impossible to please God without faith Anyone who wants to come to him Must believe that God exists And is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him I'll take that again And it is impossible to please God without faith That is a belief in him Okay Anyone who wants to come to him Must believe that God exists And he rewards them who sincerely seek him meaning anyone who wants to come to him must believe that he exists yes having the belief that god exists is the very first thing yes by the time you've acknowledged by the time you've acknowledged that okay god exists that is the very first step god that is the very first step and the next thing now is to seek him sincerely you want to know him that i may know him that is my goal the knowledge i want to go deeper i want to go deeper in the knowledge of christ i want to know who god is the personality of god beyond what the mainstream knows i want to know god for god and his true personality and john 4 verse 24 the second and last Bible verse as I close out. Don't forget, we'll be having um, it's this is actually a very broad topic. We'll be looking at um, the characteristics of a work believer, the features, standpoints of a work believer. So, we'll have to stretch this topic for like two extra, one extra episode, or two extra episodes uh, as, it, as the spirit allows us to. Alright, John 24, John 4, sorry, John 4, verse 23, we'll start from 23. But the the hour is coming, and now is, I'm reading from the New King James Version, I'll switch translations. But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. I'll close out. Let's read from the LLT. But the time is coming. Indeed, it is here now. When true worshippers will worship the Father, I will paraphrase, and when true believers, what is worship? Worship worship is service to God. It is not like um, that part of service where there is slow music and you are lifting up your mm-mm. Worship is your lifestyle. Worship is your service. It is your life. The life of the believer, the lifestyle of the believer is his worship to God. Worship is not just 
that part of the service where the music is slow and everybody's lifting up their hands and somebody's leading no worship is service your service to god is your worship it's outside music it's bigger than music it is your life in general so indeed the time is here now when the true believers we serve the father paraphrasing now we serve the father in spirit and in truth spirit meaning you must be saved you must have the spirit of god and in truth meaning you must know the truth there is a way you need to worship there's a way you need to serve there's a way you need to live your life there is the truth of these things so you must serve god in his truth the father is looking for those who will worship meaning who will serve him in that way meaning they will serve him in the truth for god the spirit and those who worship don't forget i said worship means service those who serve him must serve him in spirit and in truth so it's one thing to serve god and it's the and it's another to serve him in the truth in his truth not just any truth but in the truth so it's very important that in our service to god we must be true about it. we must be intentional we must seek what is the right and the true way to serve god and i pray that as we progress by the power of the holy spirit in the remaining episodes of this topic that we will receive revelation even for those of us who already have the revelation of the truth it will be reinforced in our hearts in jesus name uh like i said before we'll be having one extra two extra episodes concerning this topic who is a woke, woke believer so we can do justice there are a lot of things in there are a lot of subtopics in this topic that as time goes on will, will be treated as major topics but that's for subsequent times so um by god's grace doesn't matter the streaming platform you're hearing this from the holy spirit is already making his word perfect in your hearts doesn't matter where you're listening from doesn't matter what you're doing as you're listening but the spirit of god is already enabling you to serve god truly to worship him and to bring your acceptable service which is your body which is your lifestyle to make it your most holy sacrifice and your most holy worship and your service thank you father let's pray in jesus name father we thank you for life we thank you for love we thank you for your grace and your mercy we thank you for sending your son jesus to die for us on the cross and reconciling us with you we say your name be exalted thank you for everyone listening now thank you for the believers out there thank you for the body of christ thank you for your kingdom Same your name be glorified for that we pray that we be revealed to your truth and not only being revealed to your truth that we be reinforced to your truth to serve you in spirit and in truth that at the end we may be approved and all the glory at the end of the day will be given to you as the owner of the glory we bless you lord because Without you, we can do nothing. And we are praying that you give us the strength to serve you, to worship you in spirit and in truth. Because that is your intention for us. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. Alright, brethren. See you guys next week, Friday. Same time. Be blessed. Amen.